just like all the innocent people in prison, this guy in Fort Pierce, Florida, had a perfectly reasonable explanation for why what happened happened. Police pulled over the unidentified 37-year-old driver after reportedly observing him driving erratically. Soon, they found he had an open can of Budweiser hidden in the door and a bag of drugs in the back seat. Now, we didn't have anything to say about the open beer, but he could tell the cops precisely how and when that bag of drugs, later identified as cocaine, got in the back seat of his car. The wind blew it in there. <laughs> and it wasn't his, not at all. The arrest report, though, didn't state the wind speed or other meteorological conditions that may have affected the arrest. <laughs> Perhaps, Cliff. Yeah. You should hide that in your door somewhere. <laughs> and just throw the beer in the back seat. Uh-huh. The penalties aren't near as harsh. Well, I read this morning, Cliff, that actor Nicolas Cage yeah. is going to be in a new movie where he's going to play himself. Oh, he is? Yes. I'm assuming Tom Hanks was too busy to actually play Nicolas Cage in this movie. And critics are worried that this could be yet another career misstep. Oh, really? For Mr. Cage. Why would... Why would they say that? Well, he's had a lot of duds here lately, and they're worried yeah. that this is going to be another one. And I'm just worried that if Nicolas Cage plays himself, it's going to open a portal to another dimension, and I don't know what in the heck's going to happen <laughs> with us. I would still try to see if Tom Hanks could wiggle loose. <laughs> of whatever it is? Yes. Yeah. Well, Cliff, I read this morning. Yeah. And I, need, I don't watch any of these shows ever. Okay. The Real Housewives of blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't watch any of that either. But... The Real Housewives yeah. of Salt Lake City is coming to Bravo TV. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I know, you laugh. I'm laughing. But the show will be similar to the previous editions of yeah. The Real Housewives, except... Except for... In this version, yeah. the entire cast uh-huh. married to the same dude. <laughs> well, I saw that coming as soon oh, yes. as you started saying Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. It couldn't have been anything else, could it, Cliff? It couldn't not, be. Not Salt Lake City. We the Adriatic Sea tickles the coast of Italy in a place called Venice, and it's done so for over 1,500 years. Most likely, everyone has seen the canals and the boats that are classic Venice, but it's also a bustling city of more than a quarter million in other areas where there's a lot more land. And as far as global warming and the rising oceans go, it's one of those rubber-meets-the-road places because literally the ocean is the front yard for a lot of people. It's the street for others, and in almost every case, it's the sewage system as well. And if the oceans are in fact rising, then eventually that's going to end up in someone's living room. News reports in recent weeks have discussed unprecedented flooding in Venice, worse than what happened 50 years ago, and you might be curious as to what local government there is doing to combat the issues of climate change. Last week, the city council in Venice debated two measures that experts said would do the city's part to combat climate change. As one environmentalist there said, well, Venice is faced with total devastation otherwise. Proponents wanted to scrap diesel buses in favor of something that's more clean, and also to make solid efforts to reduce the use of plastics. And both measures were voted down. And in a classic it's not nice to fool with Mother Nature moment, two minutes after the vote was taken, the council chambers were flooded when the banks of the Grand Canal flowed into the windows. <laughs> it's going to end up being a waste treatment center, isn't it? Uh, yeah, pretty yeah, well. Pretty well. <laughs> I like the way it 
tickles the coast too, Cliff. <laughs> nice. My pleasure. Yeah. Rarely go down this path, Cliff, uh, uh, but what, I just had to do? this morning. What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the NFL. Oh, okay. I'm personally not a huge fan. I can watch it. I can leave it. I can take it. It doesn't right. really matter. Yeah, and I'm like that. I have a favorite team. I don't have a favorite team, but if it's a good close game, I like to watch it. That's true. But by and large, I don't make a point of spending the entire Sunday afternoon. So you may or may not yeah. know about this, but uh, yeah. Cleveland Browns defensive end, yeah. Miles Garrett, last week ripped the helmet off of the Steelers quarterback and then beat him in the head with his own helmet. Yes, I, I saw that highlight. Yes, and now Cleveland's defensive end is yeah. appealing his indefinite suspension <laughs> right. by the NFL. Yeah. Now, I bring this up because I believe, Cliff, mm-hmm. this is the first time yeah. the word Cleveland and appealing have ever been used <laughs> in the same exact sentence. I'm not sure that's true, but I yeah. believe it to be true. You might, you might be right. Let's turn our attention to the great state of South Dakota this morning, just South, for a morning. South Dakota? Just for a minute, Cliff. Isn't that where uh, Mount Rushmore is? Yes. Okay. But they've unveiled in South Dakota yeah. a brand new anti-meth campaign. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> and the slogan they've chose is getting a lot of yeah. attention because, uh, yeah. first of all, yeah. it cost them $500,000 for some ad agency to figure out this slogan. And second of all, yeah. their actual slogan is, yeah. meth, we're on it. <laughs> Now, what they mean is that they're on top of the problem. Yeah, but that's not what it sounds like. But that's not what it sounds like. <laughs> Meth, we're on it. Perhaps for a half a million dollars, Cliff, yeah. you and I could have come up with a much better slogan <laughs> than meth. We're on we're it. We're on it. I'd have done it for half that. I would have, too. <laughs> and even if we would have come up with that same slogan, Cliff, yeah. meth, we're on it, we would have added... Yeah. This is a mistake. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the whole ad slogan yeah. in South Dakota yeah. is a mistake. <laughs> if you've listened to this program any length of time at all, you know we have one listener in particular yeah. who is a huge, huge yeah. fishing fanatic. Yes. And I think we all know our good friend Ralph, the truck driver. Yes. And Cliff, yeah. I don't want to wish any bad luck on Ralph at all. <laughs> you don't. None. No. I like Ralph. But no, if well, I, no, everyone Ralph's one of those guys that everyone likes. Yes. It's a so, very nice man. Yes. But I'm telling you, if I had the money and Ralph would do it, I would pay for his funeral. At least his <laughs> casket. You're not wishing death upon no, him, no, of no, course. No, 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 no. But you would pay for his casket. Yes. Okay. Because this is perfect for the guy yeah. that likes fishing more than he likes life himself. Okay. And it's called the Glory Boat. <laughs> A guy in Arkansas hand makes these caskets, and they look exactly like bass fishing boats. <laughs> I'm not kidding. $2,800 for one of these things. They come in camouflage. Yeah. Marsh grass mm-hmm. and pink camo, and of course, pink. if I was purchasing this for our good friend Ralph, yeah, you'd go pink. He'd go pink. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> would that not be just the ultimate cliff? That would be awesome. Sailing off in a I'd, bass fishing boat. <laughs> I'd contribute to that if you wanted to go that way. It's twenty eight hundred dollars, and I don't know if Ralph's worth 
twenty eight hundred dollars. Well, I mean, he's a know. nice guy, but is he worth twenty eight hundred bucks? I don't know if he's that nice or not. Yeah. We this woman now charged with grand theft auto arrested in the normal manner, but she started out in Grand Florida fashion. Just before midnight Thursday, officers called to the southbound lanes in Orange County, Florida, on a report of a disabled vehicle. The plates came back as reported stolen, and soon 36-year-old Stephanie Uli was under arrest, especially when police found the steering column in fuse box with evidence that the vehicle had been started without benefit of car keys. It was where Uli decided to allegedly steal the truck from that was the difference, as she reportedly broke into and hotwired the vehicle as it sat in the parking lot of the Orange County Sheriff's Office headquarters. <laughs> yes, she stole a truck from a sheriff sergeant from the parking lot of his workplace, i.e. the Sheriff's Office. <laughs> if only there was like, a, I don't know, surveillance video to prevent that type of thing happening. Yeah, like there's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the look on that guy's face when he went back into the office? Someone stole my truck. <laughs> I need to report robbery. <laughs> Is there anyone listening this morning, one member of our 11 listeners, that could explain to me yeah. how parking garages actually work? I'm you, having a little bit of trouble with this. You mean like the multi-level things that... You pull into like I don't know like the one the first one that comes to mind is down at the casino. Yes, that kind of a thing. The ones I'm thinking of are in Louisville, but yes, the okay. same thing applies. Okay, I pull in yeah. on like the second or third level, yeah. and then when I leave, yeah. it's like I turn, drive, turn, drive. It's like I'm in a fun house at a circus, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I make a turn, and boom, there's the exit. Yeah. It's like I never went through this place this way. And yet, there you are. You made your way out. Is that not weird, or is it just me? It, it is. A Does bit, everybody else know how that works? You just have to follow the sign, because there's usually a big sign that says, Exit! I understand. And you just keep going towards the sign that says, Exit. It's like I barely pull in, yeah. and I drive, I don't know, 12 miles to get out of it, <laughs> turning, twisting, turning, <laughs> twisting, and all of a sudden, when I about give up, there's the exit. And it's like a fun house. It's like a fun house. Right. It's like, you know, you're hallucinating. Yeah. It's like you're in South Dakota, <laughs> and you're on meth. <laughs> we're on it. Because we're on it, and all of a sudden, you, boom. You probably then haven't been up high enough to the level in the parking garage where the Hall of Mirrors comes into play. There's mirrors? Yeah, there is, and there's like you see like your car like 37 times, but you don't know which one's you. And if you drive into one of them, you're going to smash the mirror. You have to find the right way out. I'm staying on the ground. I'm parking on the street from now on. I'm beginning to worry about myself just a little bit this morning, Cliff. On well, a lot of people have been worried about you for a long time. So. Well, I don't think they really care that much. But well, I think maybe that I'm um, yeah. pre-Christmasing a little bit too much What do you mean pre-Christmasing? In, in your well, mind? You know, they say that uh, yeah. if you put your decorations out already and get your house all spruced up... Yeah. That uh, psychologically, it can spoil mm -hmm. the warm, fuzzy, happy feeling that you have going into the Christmas season. And I'm afraid that maybe I'm doing that a little bit. I'm uh, kind of enjoying people's decorations that they have yeah. out in Four Branch. Okay. They've got a bunch of them already outside. And, well, yeah. I'm already on my fourth chocolate advent calendar. Oh, and oh, wait, I'm wait, thinking wait. that maybe I'm too <laughs> into the Christmas no. spirit. Hey, hold on. Yeah, I don't believe you understand how advent works. Um I understand how chocolate works. Well, clearly, yeah. 
See, Advent is the period of time leading up to Christmas that begins specifically this year on December 1st. Wow. So you can't really start eating your calendar until December 1st. So that's what those numbers are for. Yeah, see, it's a calendar. Oh. Like one a day, starting December 1st. That's a measure of a man, and we'll be measuring men one week from tomorrow (laughs) right here on the Morning Road Show. That's right. We'll be measuring men, Cliff and I. We'll get measured. That's right. We are going to step upon the flabometer, (laughs) and we will record our weight, whatever that is. Yes. And we'll do it, hopefully, live on Facebook so you know that it's all up and up. Right. We're not making up yep. numbers. There'll be a video, hopefully, Yes. of us weighing ourselves in right here in this room. And uh, we're going to add the weights together. And then that's the day before Thanksgiving. Then when we all get back together the Monday after Thanksgiving, we'll weigh again and see how well we did. Did we gain? Did we lose? Did we stay the same? We're going to start the weighing around yep. 8.15 on both days. Yep. And then you have from 6 o'clock in the morning until 8 o'clock in the morning on that Monday to tell us what you think our combined weight will be. Mm-hmm. And if you are the winner, yes. well, we've got some prizes for you, including yes. the flabometer. That's right. We're giving you the scales. That's exactly right. Yes. So you can measure your own flab <laughs> in the privacy of your own home. Yeah, we're not, we're, you don't have to do it on video. You don't like have to we're do it on video do. or anything like that. <laughs> you can keep it a secret. But uh, I think, Cliff, whenever we do this, yeah. that I'm going to step on there yeah. with my uh, Diet Mountain Dew cup full to the brim <laughs> to add just a little bit of weight. And to get into the... Uh, yeah. Well, the, the uh, spirit of the whole thing, Yeah. I went out yesterday, mm-hmm. and I bought a double-layered chocolate cake <laughs> so I can start preparing myself it's, it's for a, this. It's almost like you're training for an eating contest. I am. <laughs> Me and Joey Chestnut are going down in chocolate. Oh, my. Well, that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't no. sound good at all. Forget I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned about your mental health this morning. That's right. Mine? No. Oh. I don't care about yours at all. <laughs> well, our 11 wonderful listeners. That's who I'm worried oh, about. Oh, Cliff. so our, our listeners. Yes. You're concerned about their mental health. I'm extremely concerned. Okay. You see, the research is out yeah. because I've been studying the British Academy of Sound Therapy page. <laughs> Sound Therapy? Yes. You need... They publish a journal or oh, what? Oh, yes. I, yes. Yeah, you get I, a subscription to that? Well, it comes every quarter. <laughs> and it just so happened to come last night. And okay. I was reading in there, Cliff, that yes. you need, yeah. all of us need, mm-hmm. 78 minutes of music every day. Okay. That's the sweet spot for your good mental health. Really? And that's what we try to offer here on the Morning well, Road Show. I, I've got to say, if you, uh, if you listen to... Um, you know, all four hours, you're going to get well more well more than your recommended daily allowance. Yes, 78 so, minutes. And I got to thinking, Cliff, yeah. where else can you get that? You can't get that in your newspaper. Oh, no, that's just a piece of paper. Can't get that on local TV stations. No, because, you know, they've got all kind of talking. The only place you can get that yeah. is right here on the radio on the Morning Road wait, Show. Wait, 78 wait, wait, minutes. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> just Perfect. a second. Hold it's on. Beautiful. Well, just a second. Hold on. Are you not aware that... You can go to the store and buy CDs with music on them, and you can play them in your car or It's a thing of the past, home. Cliff. That's a thing Right, okay, past. so are you also not aware that you can install several services on your phone or other device? And 
listen to as much music as you'd like, and they're all free, and there are no commercials. Okay. Well, I'm trying to get anyone that will <laughs> hang on to Wait, just a little bit longer thought, listening to us. I this. thought you said you were out for their mental health. Okay, there's a backside <laughs> to this story. Ulterior motive yes. is what you're saying, yeah. Science is now telling us an occasional drink with dinner may reduce the risk of you having a stroke. Really? Yes, occasionally. Okay. And okay. as always, science is saying, yes. limit your intake to only one drink at dinner. Okay. Standard size cups. Let's not cheat and go with a 52-ouncer. <laughs> Any more than that one drink, as yeah. you well know, yes. runs the risk uh-huh. of you getting drunk. And telling your significant other what their cooking really tastes like, which increases your chances right. of being impaled by a butter knife. It's considerably shortening your lifespan. Then. Yes, and no yes. one wants to go to the hospital for removal of a butter knife in that location. <laughs> Just a warning. Now, I don't know why, Cliff, but for some reason, yeah. our good friend Matt decided to send in a recipe to us this morning for oh, did, huh? baked raccoon casserole. <laughs> and there it is in the book, and there's the picture yeah, of it. Yeah, it's an actual like page out of a book. Oh, yeah. A baked raccoon casserole. And the first line is, cut the raccoon into serving size pieces. I don't know what your size of serving of raccoon would be, but mine would be extremely small yeah like postage stamp <laughs> and then i'm just gonna toss it in the floor and hope you have a oh, dog oh fell off my fork <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> that's just nasty looking but that got me to thinking cliff yeah i do have mm-hmm. even though i can't cook anything yeah there is one thing i'm pretty good at what's that and that's thanksgiving day turkey you can make a turkey? I can make a turkey. Really? I have my well, own little recipe for you, that. You've got a recipe for turkey? Yes. Okay. And uh, I like to call it the Morning Road Show yeah. recipe for your Thanksgiving turkey. I'll give you that recipe. Listen, so you let us know what it is. I will. Okay, the moment is here for the Morning Road Show recipe for <laughs> your Thanksgiving turkey. Now, these are uh, very specific instructions, so... Okay. Get your phone out and take some notes. Okay. Right now. I'm, I actually have a real piece of paper. Here, okay. So. Well, that's even better okay. because you can't lose paper. All right. <laughs> you can lose your phone. Yes. <laughs> First of all, you have to get a turkey. Doesn't matter what size 15, 18, 22 pounder, it doesn't matter for this recipe. Okay. Then yeah. set your oven. To exactly 350 degrees. Okay. Now, after you season the turkey with all the usual stuff, the salt, the pepper, and all of that stuff that you put on there. Okay. You know, the seasonings and stuff. Right. You start basting your tur- turkey with equal parts of the following. And this is where it gets a little complicated. Uh, okay. You'll need a fifth of vodka, a fifth of rum. Are you writing this down? Yes, I'm writing it okay. down. Okay. A fifth Although of... you're talking a little fast, but I can keep up with you. All right. Fifth of vodka. Yeah. A fifth of rum, yeah. a fifth of bourbon, okay. and a fifth of gin. Okay. Now, after you finish basting, you throw that turkey out <laughs> and you drink the gravy. Because <laughs> nobody needs the turkey. After you put all that together, that's right. <laughs> after a few drinks, people won't even know no, you don't have food at your house. They won't care. They won't care. <laughs> and our ticket to the wait, bank. Wait, wait, is, hold, hold on. I know you're getting ready to do your preview of Take It to the Bank. But I've got a question for you. Okay. Seeing as how you're the uh, expert on turkey recipes. Well, I don't like to brag, but yes, I <laughs> yeah. am. 
and and you uh, and I wrote it all down. I mean, it's right here. I see how that. You, how you you know all, what you mix together and how you bake and so forth. But my question is, will this recipe right here that's on this piece of, will it work with the uh, method of cooking that I said last week I was going to use to cook my turkey this year? Remember, I said I was going to spatchcock my turkey. That's right. If I remember yes. correctly, Cliff, yes. that's basically where you run your turkey through a wood chipper and <laughs> no. catch it in a big plastic bag <laughs> in millions of little pieces. No, yes, that's, that's not it. That's not. No, that's um, that's not how you spatchcock a turkey. Well, it's something to do with mutilating a dead turkey, right? <laughs> well, they're all dead. Uh, you cut the backbone out of it, and then you turn it over on the cutting board, and you push down with both hands on the breastbone like you were giving it CPR, except you push hard, and then you crack the bones open, and so it lays out flat. What happens if you can't crack the bone open? What if you're not strong enough to break the breastbone of a turkey? <sighs> I don't know. Do you have to call the fire department <laughs> to come? Can and- you come down here and... Give my turkey CPR and push could, it really hard, yeah. Could you spatchcock my turkey? Make that call on Thanksgiving morning. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. No game. Now, like most people, you probably deal with your fair share of workplace annoyances and stress and possibly True. the holidays have stressed you out. <laughs> and, and that microphone that just jumps out in your way. Yes, perhaps yes, that's stressful. Yes. So we're going to find the answers for you through the U.S. Navy SEALs. I imagine that's a pretty stressful job. I would say they have more stress than most of us have ever had in our lifetime. Yes. And Mm. they have a way to Mm. deal with stress. Well, they do. They are trained to box breathe. Box breathe. Yes. Okay. This is how you do it. Four steps to it. Okay. Number one, breathe in for four seconds. Hold the air in your lungs for four seconds. Mm -hmm. Exhale for four seconds. See a pattern here? Mm-hmm. And then hold your breath, lungs empty, for four seconds. Do that yeah. over and over again, mm-hmm. and Cliff, your stress will melt away. Or you'll pass out from asphyxiation. One of the two. <laughs> but you know you can take it to the bank, because this came from the U.S. Navy SEALs. Okay. They wouldn't pull your leg. No. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> well, they would, but, but they might pull it off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Morning roadshow phrases of the day. Start with number three. No one wants to go to the hospital for removal of a butter knife. <laughs> number two. We'll be measuring men. I'm, <laughs> we need to rephrase that. I'm just... <laughs> a week from tomorrow. <laughs> okay. And it's actually scales. Yes. You and myself are going to weigh. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Thank you, South Dakota, for saying, Beth, we're on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's beautiful. Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that support the podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.